Blog Talk Radio. Mel Brooks's History of the World Part 1 that I can quote too. 
Uh, yeah, save that for ponies after dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, uh, you could I be the queen of Polymami. What now? I said you can be the queen of the pony mommies. <laughs> well, I am the queen of something, although what it is has been highly debated. <laughs> well, I know what, what what my mother is queen of and what I'm princess of. Once again, this is a family-oriented show, so I won't say exactly what that is. <laughs> As I said, what I am specifically queen of has been highly debated. <laughs> and that's just all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> no, ours hasn't been debated. It's been proven. <laughs> and we are darn proud of it, too. Love talk radio site, please. I am trying to close down your stupid ad for the the laundry machines that I have no hookup for. Come on now, please. Go away. Fine. I shall close you down and open you yet again. Well, maybe you have that room up today? What was that again? Do we have a chat room up today? Yes, I've gone ahead and opened it. Sorry, bear with me. I'd taken a shower two minutes before our show was originally supposed to start. And my hair is getting all caught in the uh, earpiece. Hmm. I'm currently um, pulling it all up. There we go. Well, um, I'm still not seeing the chat room. Uh, uh, try refresh. Refresh again. Oh, there it goes. It looks like maybe it was. I don't know what it was doing, but that was a graphic I hadn't seen before. <laughs> but it's up now. Huzzah. So well, only six about it. Only six days till the baby is due. She was a little stinker on Friday, I think that we we had three contractions, and then (laughs) not a thing since, just a little tiny one this morning. (laughs) So she's kind of being like my wisdom teeth are. You know, they'll kind of go, ooh, I think I'm going to come, I think I'm going to come, I think I'm going to come, never mind. I changed my mind. (laughs) Well, she's being a little stinker. Ah. We now have friends that have sent us text messages threatening to send us a text message every morning 
asking if it's the baby day yet until the baby comes. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you when you shut down your Facebook. Well, yes, but I've been much more relaxed. And it's not <laughs> shut down, it's just inactive. <laughs> See, I have too many games I like to play on there, so I don't think I'd ever sh- actually put mine as an active. Oh, see, I quit playing all my Facebook games a long time ago because I realized I was playing games about making food when I can make food for real, but I can actually eat. <laughs> and I was pl- playing games about cleaning, that involved cleaning things or organizing things, and I realized I have a whole apartment that needs that. (laughs) All those games where you find the hidden objects, that could be me looking for the stuff I can never find in the house. (laughs) And Yeah, so I was like, you know, what, do we have another co-host? Hold on, wait. I'm, I'm confirming this on Facebook. If you are our co-host, please go to your Facebook page and please say if this is you. <laughs> and here's our other co-host. Hi, guys. Hi, Summer. <laughs> You know, it is pretty bad when I have to actually go, is this you? <laughs> That's okay. I'm I'm calling for my boyfriend's phone because my phone doesn't have enough minutes for me to do the show and still have minutes for the week. Uh, well, you know, didn't you and I have a discussion about this last week? Yeah. I think so. Well, that was because my phone was almost dead. So. Well, no, actually, me and um, me and Nick, Nick, Nikki actually had a had a conversation about that last week. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. We were saying that, that Pandora needs to have like a list of our phone numbers, like next to the computer she's going to use, so that she can stop asking if it's the right phone number. That and we did the best minute because I've I've realized that the show is now completely being done in nights and weekend minutes. Yeah. It's eight PNT. And when I first started the show I remember like half the show would take up our our minutes, and then the other half of the show would be in nights and weekends. <laughs> so it would get basically, I'd get, I'd see it on the phone bill twice. Oh no! See, nights and weekends are free. So, hmm. so I would see it pulling out minutes on one line, and then on the next line, it's. Nights and weekends, 
No charge. <laughs> so, because yes, we were discussing all the changes that have, have occurred to the show over the last five years. Well, and there have been quite a few. Oh, yes. There have been day changes, time changes, co-host changes. Complete changes on Blog Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there have been a great many sets of changes. And I hate to do this to you two. I'm going to have to mute you two for a few minutes. Well, okay. What? Why? I have something I have to deal with really quickly. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. So I'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Okay. Um, so anyway, how are you? Oh, all right. I wanted to let you know that we have the, uh, baby footprint calendar that, that you gave us all packed and ready to go. Aww. <laughs> yep, all the bags are packed, all the beds are set up. Is it kind of a Eddie Day now situation? Yeah, she's technically due in six days. Um, but of course she could come any day now. She's yeah. 39 weeks in one day now, so... Mm. She's fully developed. Um, you guys excited or are you nervous? Well, we're excited. We're excited. Probably a little nervous. <laughs> and I'm really impatient. <laughs> you just want the baby now and have it over with, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, after the contractions that I had on Friday, the only real contractions I've had, there were three, and then nothing. So after the three contractions I had on Friday, I think I just want to get it done and over with. Yeah. They weren't pleasant, but they only last for about a minute. That wasn't too horrible. It could have been worse. Well, and like the first two were like seven hours apart, and the third one was four hours from the second one. Mm. I thought, oh, they're, they're eventually going to get closer together. And I'm like, nope, we were just testing. <laughs> just wanted to make sure the machinery worked. So... Now you're just sort of waiting for the real thing to kick in. Yep. And today we've oh. got some stuff going on in the chat room. and
What's going on in the chat room? I'm not there. I haven't even signed into Blog Talk yet. <laughs> oh, we're just talking about new G1 ponies and babies and things. Oh. Uh, Oh, what did I? Hmm. There it is. Yep. Samantha got a a wigwam. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Cool. Who, who got a wig warm? Uh, Samantha did. Samantha did Woo-hoo. that. Woohoo! Did you get all the stuff with, with him or? Wigwam is cute. I have him. Unfortunately, I don't have his hat. She says she says no. She just has the pony. Oh, still he's cool. He's he was the only big yeah. brother I had from my childhood collection. Uh, still See, have I have him. Tex. I still have Tex, and I don't think I ever had his accessories. I think I got him from the neighbors, and uh. I have. Daddy Sweet Celebration. And I still have both Tex and Daddy Sweet Celebration. Well, see, if you have Tex, you should technically have Wigwam, because then you can play Cowboys Indians. <laughs> I'm open to gifts. You know, but of course, you know, that's just my idea. Well, we did not call him Tex back then. We called him Fred. Ah. We did not like the name Tex. Oh, that's okay. My wigwam was Chief for the longest time. (laughs) I like that name better. Yeah, I did too. Chief sounds much more, you know, proud and noble than Wigwam. Yeah, especially since his symbol is not a wigwam; it's a teepee. They're completely different buildings. <laughs> <laughs> but well, that's you just know. nitpicking. Well, you know, most people don't know that much about Native American stuff, or Native American tribes for that matter. When I was telling people I was trying to uh, find information about the totem animals of the Tillamook tribe, someone gave me a big book on the Cherokee people. (laughs) Yeah, that's not the same at all. (laughs) Not even the same part of the country. Yeah, no. Hey, hey, ain't one Indian the same as the other? (laughs) Oh, 
<laughs> and no, I do not actually mean that statement. I do know that they are different, but you know, it it it, it just you, you know you can't give me openings like that. You really know that. <laughs> I have been directed as to where to go to get someone to make me a G3 cowboy hat for my custom. And Pony Husband is about to set up the baby swing. Getting all the baby stuff in order. He says his pony name is Babu. 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 Oh, okay. Like, like from, like from, yeah, like from Peanuts. Gotcha, Babu. Doesn't he mean my sweet Babu? And we have to admit, you know, Linus was, he did have his ultra-intelligent moments. Mm-hmm. He just completely lost it during Halloween. During Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, geniuses have been known to be eccentric. <laughs> this is true. There we go. There we go. That's how we can explain Halloween, the Peanuts Halloween special. <laughs> Minus was just being eccentric. <laughs> like every other holiday, he has this great, huge speech, you know, that's just, I mean, so above, you know, his age. And then you have Halloween. <laughs> yeah, and then Halloween, they completely missed the mark on anything meaningful that they could have said about the holiday, and it was, no, it's the Great Pumpkin. Um, <laughs> okay. Unless, well, they kind of, unless they kind of sat there and thought about it and said, hey, you know what? We make him look, we make him seem older than what he is at every other holiday. Got to bring him back down to earth. We got to make him a kid again. <laughs> I guess that might be the reasoning. Well, that's the reason. You know, every year my mother and I we watch every Peanuts special on TV, despite the fact that we have every single one of them on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, we have an identity, but it's not the same. Because you got to watch it live on TV with the commercials. Exactly. If that holiday is coming up, we must watch it live. That's like Christmas Story. When it comes on, oh, there's one channel where they play it nonstop. Yes. Yeah. We have that on DVD, but we still watch it several times when it comes on TVS. Yes, because, I mean, that's a holiday tradition. 
you you have to at least watch it two or three times. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every Christmas Eve, I will turn my, my cable box to that channel, and I'll go to sleep, and I'm watching it. I'll wake up, and I'm watching it. I have even dreamed of making the pink nightmare costume to wear to work. <laughs> oh, I dare you to do that. <laughs> And I now work in an office where I could so do that and win the costume contest. <laughs> Amy, what are you wearing? I'm the pink I'm a pink nightmare. <laughs> hey. Hey. Check out the link in our chat room. Is it a good link or a bad link? It's a good link. It's pretty. Okay. Give me two seconds to make it back to my computer. Uh, okay, let me see if Blog Talk will work for me now because it wasn't doing it before. Okay. I'm heading back to the computer now. As I'm hiccuping. Ooh, that's... Our swing has the pattern that I want on the diaper bag. Oh, there you go. Oh, look at all the little things that come with it. You know, I hate it when these links don't show up as links. No, I can't get to the link. Hold on. I'll Facebook it to you. Thank you. Because that is a Facebook picture. But, yeah, that is a gorgeous pony. Okay. seeing this um somebody on the arena mentioned doing this. Yep. Oh, that's, uh, that's neat. I might have to figure out how to do that and do that on a custom. Yeah, that even... That would that be thing. a neat way to do hair. I, oh, I don't yeah. know if I'd have the patience to de-ribbon a ribbon, though. I bet you that takes that... some serious time. Oh, yeah. Yes, that, is the, that pony is done by someone in our chat room right now, a customizer who I have on Facebook. Woo-hoo. I know her as Samantha. 
Well, I have to say, she even made a faking look good. You know, fakies get a lot of uh, a lot of heat, but fakies can make some of the most rewarding customs. They really can. Yeah, but some of them are just I. Uh, they're beyond ugly. Well, there's some funky ones out there, but they do make nice baits. I have one of the um. I did a set of Avengers ponies, and I did everybody as a G4, but I had to do the Hulk. But I had, he had to be, of course, bigger than everybody else. Of course. So I didn't have anything in scale with the rest of the G4s that was bigger but not too much bigger. Because the G3s right. looked like they weren't quite big enough. So I actually had to get a um, a fakie that I had in my bait box, and he looks pretty good as a fakie. Cool. So good. So, are we ready to go ahead and start the show? Sure. Hold <laughs> on, uh, let me let me send this, let me tell my sister that I'm on the air. Her birthday was on the 18th, and for her birthday she got poison oak, and she wanted to Ooh. tell me about it. Yikes. Hold on, one quick second. Are you gonna eat your dinner? I put good stuff in there. I know it smells like steak, but they put steak juices in there. If you don't eat that dinner by 9 o'clock, it's going in the garbage. And before you ask, yes, I am talking to my dog. Oh, well, we figured that. You, that. And yes, I'm threatening to throw out his dinner. You know, I pour steak juices in there and he don't want to eat it. Thousand and seven, right? I believe so. Oh, and I was trying to find those G three ponies that I'd got recently. That they're clearly core seven ponies, but I cannot find what year they are in. So hopefully we'll come up with them soon.
All right, so we did the favorite friends ponies, which on this on MLP land is labeled best friends ponies. Yeah. And so I think we're on the breezies, which is done kind of strange on this for this year. It's really there's two sets, but they don't go into the description of the ponies for each set, except in the individual things down below. Yeah, because the first two sets just the first two on the list just show them in the little pedal cars. Yeah, so the first set of ponies that we're going to do will be the Breezy's Parade with Pink Petals, Orange Flower, and Dancing Daffodil. And then the second set will be Zippy Zinnia, Purple Petunia, and Darling Dayflower. But we're not necessarily going to do them in that order. Like, we're going to start with Dancing Daffodil. Did anyone miss me? <laughs> yeah, where'd you go? <laughs> my phone told my phone basically said, "Okay, that's it. No more talking for you." <laughs> because I put it down, and then all of a sudden, it just hung up on me. Hmm. So it was like, really? Really? Did you just do that? <laughs> so. The phone went, yes. No, no, I don't want you to talk anymore, Amy. Because, <laughs> you know, phones are temperamental like that. They are pieces of technology. <laughs> that they are. That they are. So we're talking breezies again, huh? Yes. Yep, we're talking breezies again. Boy, I thought you liked the breezies now. I do. I just, it's uh, it's going to be kind of hard going back and forth on this one because of the way they, like I said, the way they designed the, the breezy section for this year. Uh-oh. Yeah, this for this year they actually separated them all out, gave them their own little sections. Yeah. So the first one in the first set that we're going to do is Dancing Daffodil. Because I say we go in alphabetical order of each set. Sounds the first one in, in set one is Daffy is Dancing Daffodil. And She is very cute. <laughs> That's it. She's very cute. <laughs> well, we have summer here. We, I want summer to talk. Oh well, she 
looks like she's pretty much the same colors as um, the Pretty Patterns Pony Summer Bloom. Because her body and her hair are almost the same color. Mm-hmm. As Dancing that Daffodil? Pony. Yeah, Dancing Daffodil. The yellow one with the pink hair? Yes. And and the yellow stripe of hair? Oh, right. Yep, that's her. I totally didn't see the yellow stripes. <laughs> I didn't see it until I clicked on the um, on the close-up of her because it kind of blends in with her body and the overall picture. And I think the um, the little pedal cars for the breezies this year are different from the previous ones because they're a solid color as opposed to being see-through and glittery. That's yes. true. And then, let's see, her symbol is actually kind of detailed. It's a yellow, it's two daisies. And there's one bigger one that's yellow with a pink center and then a pink vine. And then the smaller daisy is pink with a yellow center and a yellow vine. So, basically, dancing daffodils does not have daffodils. No, I don't think they're daffodils. No, they're they're daisies. Yeah, they're definitely not daffodils. (laughs) Because we have daffodils and those are not it. No. (laughs) Well, the Dutch name is uh, something like Jelle Bloaterbloom. So, maybe it makes more sense in Dutch. Oh, I don't know let what me Google means. Hold on. Google. And let's say translate. Okay, someone do me a favor and spell the Dutch version of it for me. G-E-L-E. Okay. B-O-T-E-R. B-L-O-E-M. Start that over again. B-O-T-E-R-B-L-O-E-M. And it's all one word. Yellow buttercup. (laughs) I I, I don't know. Maybe that kind of makes sense because she's yellow. That's about the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> well, those aren't buttercups either. Her flowers no, are, her... are, are either daisies, symphonies, or cosmos, but not buttercups and definitely not daffodils. No. Her little pedal car sort of looks like a buttercup. Yes, the <laughs> pedal car sort of looks like a buttercup. I will give him that. <laughs> Is it the Batmobile? No. Oh. I forgot to mention this, but um, <laughs> I still need to get a picture of it. My boyfriend actually made a pony Batmobile. He took an oh, old G3. Yes, he took an old G3 scooter and painted it to look like the Batmobile. <laughs> 
Oh, that I want. I want to see a picture of that. <laughs> oh yes, and he took a littlest pet shop bird that I had laying around and made it into a robin for Batman. <laughs> so I have to get pictures of that and share. I don't think I don't quite think Robin was quite that small, but oh, <laughs> no, not really. But it was still. I, I just I woke up from a nap and there he was with his, with a Robin and a Batmobile and look what I made, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we had. I guess we do have to give him an A for effort there, don't we? <laughs> because that is quite unique. <laughs> You'll have to send me pictures of of that. I'd like yeah, to see so that. I, I will post pictures when I can track down my camera somewhere. Oh, All right. God. Well, I guess we should uh, move on Sorry. to the next one. <laughs> uh, the next crazy in this set <laughs> makes me want to eat sherbet, orange sherbet. Ooh, uh, she does. Her name is her name is Orange Flower. Wait, did She's we very skip over her? Wait, did we skip over Dar- Darling Dayflower? Well, we did, but she's in set two. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I know. So See, this is, this, is why I, this is why I seem to be sort of like, yes, we're doing day- breezies again. It's not because I just like breezies anymore. It's just because of how we're having to go back and forth on this one. So yes, set two, the next one is Orange Flower. And she reminds me a lot of uh, the Sweetheart Sister Pony. I can't remember her name right now. I think her name was Autumn Flower or something. Mm. She's about that color. And her, her, her... Her name at least kind of makes sense because she's le- likely to have some sort of flower on her. And she's orange, as is her cart. Oh, she's got a pansy. Look at that. Yeah, little orange and pink pansy. Yeah, the, the, def- definitely the wrong color for <laughs> symbol for this pony. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to see. And are, are we sure that's pink or is that purple? Uh, I can't really tell. It might be pink or it might purple. be purple. It's sort of de- it's the the light's kind of weird, and when you put it on orange, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, the website says purple. Well, we'll just take its word for it then and say it's purple. Okay. So it's it's she's got a purple pansy for a cutie mark. And, but the flower that her flower car is definitely an orange flower. And 
her hair is orange and purple as well. So yeah, the, the symbol's probably orange and purple. It probably matches her hair. I have to say, I like that color orange, though. It's very pumpkin pie colored. Oh, yeah. It's making me hungry. <laughs> Cody's making me hungry for things I am not allowed to eat. <laughs> Just give it another week. You'll be able to eat it again. Someone's going to have to restrain me because as soon as that baby's born, I'm going to be like, I need strawberry crepes with whipped cream and pumpkin pie and cheesecake <laughs> and a banana split and a peanut butter parfait. And you will be sending the pony husband out with that order? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I... That he had best better return with that order. <laughs> or else. <laughs> well, we have a, a, a cheesecake that's in the freezer right now. It's just waiting for me to be able to eat it. So I just need all the other stuff. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right. I've had well, those moments where, 
Because I had those moments where I couldn't eat something. And my God, did I want it. <laughs> and the moment well, I it again, the way that when someone tells you you can't eat something, even if you don't normally, like, eat it all the time, all of a sudden it's the only thing you want to eat ever. Yeah. Oh, heck. When I had my appendix out, my doctor told me I couldn't eat solids for two days. I didn't care how much jello they gave me. <laughs> and it was a lot of jello. It was a whole rainbow of jello. It was some really good jello. <laughs> I wanted something solid. I didn't care. It was, you know, hospital grade gruel that they called. You know, be stroganoff. <laughs> so let's just say the day I salads again. Oh yeah, that plate. It was gone before my mother turned around for one second. It was gone next. <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose we should move on to our next breezy in this set, yes. which is Pink Petals. And I have to say, not only is the pony pretty, but I love her car, because that is definitely a rose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what coic, coic, coic means, but it's hard to say. <laughs> Well, isn't almost every Dutch word hard to say? I don't know. Some are easier than others. Some I sort of figured out, kind of, maybe. I don't know. But that one is definitely hard. I uh, I, I, bloom, I think. Yes, the last part is bloom. Yes. Huh. It's that first that part that gets me. That's the one thing I, I, I kind of hate about my job is almost everything comes in, and I can't read it. <laughs> but I do have to say one thing. If you ever go to Germany, please do not be surprised if your bill that is only 15 euros is like 18 lines long. Because See, they, I like, would have loved to have gone to Germany, but, um, like, All Classical had a trip to Germany that, like, was really affordable, and you were going to see concerts, and it was all included, but I couldn't go because the trip is this weekend. Oh. <laughs> so to all my German pony people... I really want him to be there. And I wouldn't have even minded giving birth in Germany. I was just afraid of giving birth on the plane. Yeah. Actually, at this point, you would not even be allowed on the plane. Yeah. Probably not. It's kind of like once you hit your third trimester, they won't allow you on a plane. Yeah. 
Didn't I just try to convince them that I'm attempting live mummification? <laughs> That's a new one. Points for creativity. <laughs> So, but back to that pony. She is gorgeous. I'm sorry, I'm going to take a pony trip to the basement. So, I'm back. All right. English. Hold on, I'm going to try and figure out what that name means. <laughs> Google Translate works wonders. I use it all the time. It says it means ragged robin. Okay. Robin. That's a new Which one. Which makes less sense than um, pink petals. Yeah. Huh. Especially since your symbol is like a little pink flower. I think it's some sort of lily. I'm not sure. It's a day lily. It looks yeah, it looks like a daylily to me. Although her car, like I said, is obviously a rose, which I think is awesome. Oh yeah, I love roses. I am I am a nut for roses. Can't get enough of them. I have a terrible black thumb. I can't ever get roses looking nice. But I love to go to the Portland Rose Test Gardens during the summer. It's free, and I'm surrounded by roses that are all managed by people who know what they're doing. <laughs> hey, well, I'm the same you, way. <laughs> so am I. The only flower I could grow was this flower that was at my was at my grandmother's house. When we moved her, we we took part of that plant with us. Yeah, the only reason why I could grow it was it was one of these plants where once you planted it. It kept living. <laughs> uh, see, that's why that's why I like wild morning glories because while most people consider them noxious weeds, I consider them the plant I can't kill. Plus, like the buttercups in my yard. <laughs> well, yep, poppies, uh, buttercups, native wildflowers. The only reason why my mother my mother considers them an noxious weed is because they grow into our vegetable garden and strangle our other plants. Well, yes, they'll do that, but I can't get my vegetables to grow, so it doesn't really matter. We all stopped at the same time? I think so. Ah. Well, um, so anyway, the pony herself is yellow, 
with yellow, kind of orangey hair and pink hair and pink wings, and she's adorable. And I, I like I said, I like this car. I like the rose car. So that's the D, the breezy set number one. So breezy parade number two. We start with. Uh, Darling Dayflower. Ooh. I, she's got a pretty symbol, but I don't think those flowers are day flowers. Let me see. Should be on the second one. No, though see those I think are Lily of the Valleys? Either that or a white Hold hyacinth. Hold on. I'll be able to tell in like about 2.3 seconds. I have to run back downstairs again. I forgot to bring up a gallon of milk. Well. You know, it's kind of hard to have coffee and milk if the milk is in the basement. That would complicate things. <laughs> And her Dutch name is Blau Graslochjes. So I'm going to figure out what... Obviously that first part is blue. Mm, yeah. But if that ain't an obnoxious name, and I don't know what it is. Well, if, it, if that first word is blue, that would make sense because she's kind of like a light blue. Yeah. Almost periwinkle. Uh, and then... R-A-S-L-O-K-K-E. It does not recognize that one, but it does recognize a similar spelling... It should be G-R-A-S-K-L-O-K-J-E. It means blue harebell. So I'm wondering if the Dutch name on this is slightly spelled wrong. It could be. Harebell sounds like a flower, and those are bell-shaped flowers. That sounds about right. Hey, question, does this look yeah. like a lily of the valley to you? You'll have to come closer than that. Yep, I think that I think that is supposed to be harebell. Because harebell is a purple bell shaped flower. It looks just like that. Yep. It's a, it's a um it's a lily of the valley. I just had the uh, expert flower person confirm it. You know, the one who doesn't kill flowers. <laughs> well, Unlike I mean, me. it's white like Lily of the Valley, but it's, it could be Lily of the Valley, but it's also the right shape for hairbell, except hairbell is blue. So... 
it's sort of a combination of two flowers. Someone was playing, you know, mad mad botanist with this. <laughs> but that's okay. It's closer than most of the others, and I love her colors. The blue body with the purple and white hair. And I like just her her blue flower car. And her wings are a pretty white color. And that's just a pretty white stripe in her hair. Oh, yes. Yeah. The colors of her hair and her body work really well together. Yeah, oh, that yeah. is a really good color combination. All right, so the next, the next breezy in breezy parade number two is purple petunia. Purple petunia is pink. Actually, and that's more purple. That is lickety split pink. Until I see it in person and it looks purple, to me that is lickety split pink. <laughs> well, it's and sort of a dark shade of pink between pink and purple. Fine, puce. <laughs> there you go. Whoever came up with the with the, with that color, really, I'd like to slap them. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a horrible name for a color, isn't it? Because it, it almost sounds like you're about to say puke. <laughs> yeah. Is like really, really. It's such a nice color, and then you need to call it puce. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that's a petunia. It looks sort of like a geranium, or yeah, not a geranium. Um. Oh, one of those flowers that they usually put like in corsages and stuff. Uh, um, carnation. Yeah. It it looks more like a carnation to me, too. Yeah, definitely a purple carnation. But I guess calling a, a, a pony carnation... Well, they called yeah, they called marigold they called marigold calendula. They could have called carnation something else, and they have a pony named Carnation. Gregory Carnation. This is true. Okay. Well, let me see. This pony's Dutch name is Pars Vilcha. And and in Dutch it means purple pansy. Oh. So 
this pony has the name that the pony that has the pansy on it should have had. Yeah. Hasbro, Hasbro, Hasbro. If you need my number to hire me for consulting with names, colors, production and design, as well as marketing, call the show. Pandora has my number. Well, I obviously need somebody's help with names and colors. Oh, yeah. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, awesome. My husband got the swing up. Yay. Woo-hoo. It's a lovely little swing, and I think the baby will enjoy it. Yeah, it, it, you can either plug it into the wall and it'll swing for as long as it has pa- power plugged into it, or you can give it batteries. No more the days of having to wind up the swing every 10 minutes. Oh, they're battery powered now? Oh, yeah. It's great wow. unless you have a kid who doesn't like the gentle rocking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a set of friends who had a baby. Yeah, you literally had to like push that thing, and like you had to basically manually operate the thing in order to get it to the speed the kid liked. <laughs> well, that just begs the question: What were they doing while that kid was in the womb? Oh, I know what they were doing. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> but anyway, so purple, purple petunia has a pink flower car, and is more pink than purple to me. And her hair is pink and purple. The pink is the fading pink. She's very lickety split colored to me. Oh, okay. that little yellow. She's very, very pretty. I want her, and I'd stand her right next to Lickety Split. Baby Lickety Split and so soft Lickety Split. Even though they're not from the same generation. Because that's just how close they look. But I like her car. I mean, it's got some neat little designs on the pedals and stuff. It's just not purple. To me. Well, the car is definitely pink. Yeah, car is definitely pink. Like baby girl pink. Mhm. I always do. So, so our last pony in the Breezy Parade number 2 is Zippy Zinnia. Well, then I'll let him out now. She's very pretty. And her Dutch name is Wit Madeliftja, so I don't know, White Madeline? Let me see. Wit. Wit is white. Yep. And. 
She's almost the same colors. She is really pretty. Mhm. I do love those colors together. I just don't really see her as zippy looking or zinnia. Yes, well. Because if I look up a picture of a zinnia... It looks a lot more like some of the flowers we saw on some of the other ponies. So either this website is a little confused as to which ponies are named what, or the production team got got like a list of pony descriptions and a list of names, but didn't know which one went with which. Because her flower is definitely not a zinnia. That one that we said looked like a carnation, that one could be a zinnia. That's really weird. Oh, yeah. But then again, the breezings have often had problems with having names that don't really match their flowers. Well, I know that was the last group of breezings. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm cross-referencing with Strawberry Reef, and yeah, no, these are the right names. Then the production team or the marketing team or whoever made that call was really confused or had had one too many margaritas at lunch or whatever. (laughs) Anything's possible. (laughs) <laughs> you know, they took true. a three margarita lunch break instead of a two margarita lunch break. You know, it's just. Well, we still, have about 15, we still have about 15 minutes of the show. I think we could get through a, 
wait, no, we have more than that because the show started half an hour late. Yeah. We have 45 minutes. About 45 minutes of, we have about 45 minutes of the show. So I guess our next set is the crystal design ponies. Oh, yep. And the first crystal design pony is Love a Bell. Love a Bell. Or Liveki. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> See, yum, yum. This is what happens when you stay away from the show too long. The only person left is to do this is me. I don't think you butchering Yum Yum's native language is going to entice him to be on the show. (laughs) No. I don't think so either. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we didn't say it wasn't funny. I'm just just saying it. L-I-E-V. E-K-E. Google Translate has no idea what this means. Hmm. Well, anyway, um... Let me just talk about the pony herself. She's got a kind of funky symbol. Yeah. It's a bit it's, oversized. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit. sort of 3D, but it's sort of not. <laughs> it's, it's 3D in the technical sense, but it's... It's more like what happens if you get, like, an eight-year-old and she wants to make a custom pony. And so she decides what she's going to do is she's going to take some Valentine hearts and pin them into the pony and call that the cutie mark. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, person at Hasbro who came up with this idea, but you suck. Um, the colors on the pony are really great, though. She's a white pony, and she's in a really cute pose. It's not quite the diva pose, but it's 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 very demure. It's like a demure diva pose. And her hair is dark pink, dark purple, and... Pinky purple. Um, yeah. And he's got blue eyes. 
it looks like. She's very pretty. She's very Valentiny. You know, Lovabelle is not a bad name for her. It's just maybe rethink the giant heart pinned into her butt. <laughs> well, it, you know, and it's not just that it's just a giant heart stuck on her butt. It's kind of she's without that symbol, she's just a very blank pony. There's not much more going on, just that giant heart right there. And it's sort of, I don't know, it throws off the balance of, of any design or anything. There's nothing else to uh, pull anything together on it, if that makes any sense. No, it makes perfect sense. But on the plus side, that does mean that this pony is great for bait. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I can see a lot of possibilities with it. You know, even if you just pulled that ugly heart off and took some epoxy sculpt to fill in the little hole, you could probably paint something over it or put some crystals or something there and leave the hair in the body as is and still come up with a great design for this pony. Yeah, I just... It's it, it's a little bit disappointing that this particular pony looks looks like this. You know, the the pose is great. It's a great start, but the the 3D heart thing you pinned to her butt just kills it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think she would have looked better as one of like the uh, the fancy design ponies with the hearts kind of all over her. Yeah. In those colors, it would have looked a whole lot better. Yeah, but then, you know, the next pony in the uh, Crystal Design ponies isn't much better. The cutie mark is more balanced, but the colors are just not right. Uh, Rhapsody Ribbons. Yes, Rhapsody Ribbons. And her cutie mark is a flower, a 3D flower with ribbons for leaves and then ribbons hanging down with little beads hanging off of the ribbons. And there's no crystal anywhere to be seen on this one. At least in the middle of that weird funky heart there was a crystal, well, not even a crystal, but at least something shiny. It could pretend yeah. to be a crystal. There's no crystal in this design. Um, but she's a pink pony with dark pink, medium blue, and dark orange hair. And the dark orange really throws it off because it's seen nowhere else in the pony. Yeah, that orange just sort of kills it. Well, and that orange next to that blue could be really awesome if it were with a pony of a different color in a different pose. But it just, it doesn't belong with this pony. No. I don't know. This pony to me is 
is offending my my aesthetic sense of taste. I must look away. It seems like this pony was a interesting concept that was just something that was just sort of thrown together and people sort of picked colors out of a hat and went, okay, put this color on it and put that color on it and put that color on it and there, there's a pony. Well, both of these ponies seem ha- haphazardly put together, don't you think? Like, they were in a hurry. They're oh. like, we need, we need, we need to release two ponies. Somebody, give us some ideas. Two ponies, and they had one of those like big, like, like easels with the big white paper, and somebody drew some stuff, and they're like, okay, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they did the best they could with sharpies. <laughs> and some dye, some sharpies and some dying dry erase markers. Um. <laughs> the bad thing is, I can almost see that scene playing out. Oh my God! You know that just so seems like what they do when they create a new uh, South Park episode. With South Park, I sincerely believe that it's it's like with the dolphins and the little balls that they showed in that one episode where the dolphins pick words. <laughs> but oh, the, the manatee, they actually did a, um, they did an episode, they actually did a behind the scenes of South Park and when they say it takes a week for them to make one episode of South Park. That's exactly what they do. That is why so many of these episodes, they're relevant to what's going on. Well, the one about the, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. the the one about the presidential election that um, was uh, Obama's first election, they had to actually do that episode overnight. Yep. And they did it in a day. So good for them. And they still come up with better concepts than apparently those last two ponies. Um <laughs> All right. Well, so the our next few on the list are actually pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Um, they're the Cutie Cascade Ponies, which I'm a big fan of the Cutie Cascade Ponies. I just wish that they were dual-sided ponies instead of continuing with the single-sided. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I know if you're just displaying, it really doesn't necessarily matter, except it forces you to display ponies in a certain way. But, like, for play, I think if I were a kid, the two-sided is really a much better option. But I digress. Um, the first one on in the Cutie Cascade is Dream Drifter. And, wow, her symbol is psychedelic. But I kind of <laughs> like it. Even though that's not normally my thing, I'm such a huge fan of colors that I really like the Cutie Mark. You know, I actually, I remember going to shop for when 
when this one came out, and I, like, picked up the box, and it was just like, holy cow. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was like, wow, psychedelic. That is colors. Now, it says, the site says that the colors in her mane are Bordeaux, orange and deep pink. So, I guess we got Bordeaux in there. Um, And then the tail is deep pink. So, um, but yeah, the symbol, for those of you who aren't familiar with Dream Drifter, and she's a white pony in what is very close to a shy pose, I think. Um, is a red heart, not pink, dark red heart, with tie-dye, rainbow-colored, psychedelic swirls that kind of come out of the heart and then circle around and go all the way down the leg. It is something to see. I feel like I need to get this for my sister. She had such a terrible birthday. Not only did she get poison oak for her birthday, but she had to go camping with poison oak. Oh, yeah. My nephew had Boy Scout camp. And oh. it was freezing, but she it hurt to have anything touch her skin. So she didn't want to get in the sleeping bag. Oh, God. You need to I get her something her, bright and happy. <laughs> I know. I told her. I'm like, you know, next time just say it's my birthday, I have poison oak. Honey, you take the kids. There you go. <laughs> because seriously, my common-law brother-in-law really should have, like, been, you know, stay home. Yeah. It, I think he went. It just... I think she should have stayed home. I would have. <laughs> would have been like, no, not going. You can't pay me enough. <laughs> All right, but this pony's such name appears to be something to the effect of Broombonger. And... And that means dream catcher, which is also a very hippie name. I like that. Mm-hmm. As we said, the cutie mark, sort of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a very hippie dippy pony. Yes. But, yeah, gorgeous pony. And this is a pony that has some design to it. See, whoever made this pony should, if they're still with the company, they need a promotion or a pay raise or something. Oh, yeah. Because that's Oh, are you guys still there? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm just going to see real quick. Um, wow, 
she is hard to find. I put Dream Drifter Pony into eBay, and there is none. Hmm. Instead, it's showing me a bunch of other G3s. It's going, well, we don't have Dream Drifter, but look, here's some other G3s. Sure. that one for a while, apparently. Well, what if I just put Dream Drifter Pony? Into Google and hit shop. There you go. Well, uh, Dream Drifter is actually one of the first G3s that my friend bought for her in collection. We actually, she came to the Maryland Pony Meet with me last year, and she saw Dream Drifter on somebody's table, and she said, ooh, hippie pony, I have to have it. <laughs> okay, the only Dream Drifter I found is one that's coming also with a strawberry shortcake pony, and it's seen better days. Uh. Most of her symbol is intact, but her hair has been totally chopped. Oh, that's awful. Mm, poor thing. Well, I, I, could give her, I could probably give her rainbow hair. Ooh, that would be cool. But then I'd also have this strawberry shortcake pony. Not that it's a bad-looking strawberry shortcake pony. And it's a buy it now for only five dollars. Well, that's not a bad mm-hmm. price. And it's on Etsy. Three dollars for shipping. It's not bad. Well, I'll keep that up and I'll look at it later so we can get back to the work at hand. Poor oh pony. yeah. And I never realized how big the uh, the strawberry shortcake ponies were. Quite a bit yeah, they... Oh, speaking of big ponies, you know how I got the Pinkie Pie from Build-A-Bear? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, well, I was setting up the baby's room last night and playing with the stuffed animals and all that because most of them were mine. <laughs> and I noticed something as I was playing with the Rainbow Bright dolls. So I have I have Baby Bright and I have the Big Rainbow Bright. And uh, Baby Bright is just the right size for Pinkie Pie. So now I need Rainbow Dash for Rainbow Bright. <laughs> so they can both because, have ponies to ride. Yeah. Well, because in in the original Rainbow Bright dolls, there were two sizes of Rainbow Bright dolls. There were the little ones and there were the giant like normal size baby doll ones. Uh-huh. But there was only one starlight. And the only Rainbow Bright dolls that fit on that starlight were the little ones. 
Hmm. There was never really a good-sized starlight for the big rainbow bright dolls, at least not that I remember. But apparently, <laughs> she for My Little Ponies from Build-A-Bear perfect size. <laughs> um, all right, so getting back to the cutie cascade ponies. We just got done with Dream Grifter, so now we're on Morning Glory. Oh, and isn't she sunny? Oh, yes. Very bright, very sunrise-looking. Very uplifting. Or sunset. Oh, yeah. When I saw her, it was like, wow, that is just too cute. You know, that's like the pony you'd give someone as a get-well present. You know, it just feels uplifting and cheerful. Especially with the little birds sitting, singing a song. Yeah, and the the rainbow, you know, coming out of the tree branch, and it just—it's a very hopeful, happy pony. Mm-hmm. Again, props props for the design on this. This is a pony with design to it. This is a pony that evokes feelings, and that's important, I think, in a pony. Well, sure, it's going to make you more likely to buy it. It's going to make you more likely to buy it. It's going to give you more to work with if you're like a little kid and you want to play with a pony. You know, this pony has something to work with to give you a sense of who she is, her personality, what her, you know, what her job might be. Oh, yeah. You know, the crystal cutie mark ponies or whatever that we just, did they don't I mean what would you do with that and see this is a good use of orange and pink and blue together it's mostly oranges and yellows and reds with just a little bit of blue in the rainbow and just a little bit of pink in the hair just enough to really give it that complete sunrise look but it's, yeah. it's in the right quantities in the right places. Mm-hmm. Well, and I so, like the fading effect that she's got, too. Yeah. I I think they should have done more, more gradient ponies like that. Really, I really do. Because um, it's just, it's a really beautiful look. I would love to see them do something like that with G4s. There's so much more they could do with G4s, but that is another story, and she'll be told it at another time. It's just on DeviantArt. <laughs> I've been talking. I've been debating with a brony, and we were continuing the debate about Hasbro pandering to bronies and stuff, and we touched a little bit on uh, design and the choices Hasbro are making in that regard. But just I'll just leave it if there's more they could be doing with the G4s. And I would like to see them do something like this sort of design, except with the G4s. And again, for the love of God, a new pose. Um, so, yeah, this is a gorgeous pony. This pony to, is a perfect example of when you can just make a pony and not need accessories to go with her. 
but she really doesn't need any help. No. No. Okay, and then the next one is Swirly Puck. And compared to the other two, I'm actually a little disappointed. Not, she's not bad. She's just not great. Good pose. I like the pose. Oh, I really like her symbol. I like her symbol. It's just the colors, again, are the usual, hey, we're making toys for little girls. So we'll do pink and purple and yellow. Yeah. Yeah, they seemed to like that color combination, didn't they? They did. And and it just, I mean, the symbol is great, but there's no gradation on the legs. Like, you know, it just, it's not quite as wow. If it were Project Runway, this is the pony that would be going home. <laughs> If this was Project Runway, I think there are several ponies that would be going home. Well, I mean, it's just like, you know, the the, the runway when they finally do Fashion Week and they have the three contestants. Well, we've had three ponies in the Cascade Cutie Ponies, or the Cutie Cascade Ponies. And, you know, we had the first one, and she was all tie-dye and psychedelic, and you're like, Wow. We have the second one, and it's very cheerful and hopeful and sunrise and just, you know, and then you have this one. It's like, um, you know, this is fashion week. You really need to, you know, give it your all, and this is not it. This would be the first pony to be going. (laughs) Yeah, I can just see them now. You are so going home. Then you get Heidi Klum with her little Avita Zane. <laughs> yeah. Also not a fan of Heidi Klum's uh, baby clothes line either. But that's, again, another story, and she'll be told it another time. Um, and no, I've not been rereading the never-ending story, just so you ask. Um, but yeah, it's just, she's a little too plain for me. I do like her lollipop. I just wish they would have done more with her in totally different colors for the body and the hair. Because it's just such a great symbol on such a boring pony. I think it would have worked better if it was, you know, mainly a white body and then the pink gradient. Yeah, a white body, pink gradient, and maybe blue and yellow and green hair. Yes. Um, yeah. Again, you know, and, and I'm sure there's probably some little girl out there that that's her favorite pony. But it just, to me, I, my favorite pony from these three was Morning Glory and my sister I know for a fact would have preferred Dream Drifter. (laughs) 
Now, um, we've got four Easter ponies coming up. Do we want to try and do those? We've got 20 minutes left. Mm. I'm game with you all. Do we think we can give them... Well, they don't seem to have a lot of accessories, but it might be fun to give them a little more time than just five minutes each. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to just get back to talking nonsense? (laughs) Why not? It's worked so far. (laughs) That'll make it easier for me because I'm currently... I. I've been so busy the last month that I didn't realize, I forgot that today was May 20th, and today all the photos that they took at Disney, for Disney's photo pass are, like, expiring today. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we have a question on our um, on our chat room. Now, uh, Samantha has been following along with us on both MLP land, but also also on another site, and she she's also using mylittlewiki.org, and my little wiki. Has a Pegasus in this line called Twilight Pink, but I think we did this one in 2006. Um, Can someone go to org? slash wiki slash twilight underscore pink. Yeah. Um, twilight pink. Um, yeah, I think I remember doing her the year we were, we did her the year before. Yeah. Because I think I remember this symbol. Let me look up. Yes. Okay, yeah, on MLP land, she is listed as 2006. Yeah, she's a cutie cascade pony. Yeah, she is a cutie cascade pony. MLP Land has hers 2006. Huh. So, can we cross-reference with uh, Summer's book to see which year she should actually be in? Yeah, give me one really quick second then. Okay. Let me see if they might have some 
something on Strawberry Reef. Sorry, I wasn't... I changed rooms tonight because I actually wanted to use the actual website we've been using because for some reason my laptop won't get that website anymore. So, that was me. Which pony are we talking about? Twilight Peak. She's a Pegasus pony, and she's definitely in a, a cutie cascade. Yeah. Um, Lisa, it's just which year? It's either 2006 or 2007, because my little wiki lists her as year 5, 2007, but MLP land lists her as 2006. Summer's book lists her as 2006. Oh. And And Summer's book also lists the last three ponies we went through as 2006. I knew that was off. Maybe it was an. Maybe those last three ponies were an end of the year pony. It's a possibility. Yeah. Into the C point. list. Into the C list, the, the ponies that we just did as two thousand seven. But I don't see Twilight Peak in 2007, nor do I see her in the Cutie Cascade for 2006. So let me look. They just have her listed as a Pegasus pony. They have they yeah. have uh, Twilight Pink gone into the sea listed as a Pegasus pony from the My Little Pony Dazzle Bright Assortment Seven. Hmm. So this pony gets around as far as what set people think she belongs to. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean with with the bombardment of ponies we'd had during those those few years, I can see where it can be very easy to forget what year, what pony came out in, because I do remember in 2006 looking for that pony. So... And uh, we we had a question that says, does Summer's book go by Husk year? And I said no, because the year marked on the Husk is the year the mold was made, not the year the pony is released. Right. So you could have, you know, a pony released in 2007 where the mold was one of the first molds made back in, like, 2003. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, if it went by hoof mark, it would be, like, everything would be 2003 then. Well, most of it would be 2003. Yeah. Apparently, Swirly Pops hoof lists 2006, and that's the year on the packaging. But that might just mean that that was the first year that they came up with that pose. Well, that is a possibility. And hold on, hold on. Strawberry Reef, two thousand three. Poses, come on! I need poses. Cause yeah, the Swirly Pop is a two thousand seven pony. Hmm. Hold on. Give me one quick second. Swirly pop. What pose? Hold on. with me trying well I've pulled up strawberry oh. reef so We're all searching through the pose guide. Yep. <laughs> all right. Um, dum, dum, dum. Twilight. Tangerine Twinkle. Tangerine Twinkle came out in 2006. That is why she is marked as 2006. Okay. So it's because it's it's Tangerine Twinkle's pose, and Tangerine Twinkle came out in 2006, so that pose did, in fact, come out in 2006. Yep. The Swirly Pop pose? Yeah. So, yeah, it is definitely mold-related. Now, this is interesting because Twilight Pink, who we were deciding whether or not she came in the 2006 or 2007, she's in the same pose as Silver Glow, who came out in 2006. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that might be why they go back and forth on her year. Maybe. So they might be going based on the year of the mold and not on the year of release. 
that may be. Well, see, you get education time on My Little Pony Talk. <laughs> yes, as we are well, attempting to go through every single <laughs> website we can think of. Also, I I would like to I would like to say that um this pose the pose for Swirly Pop, I is one of my favorite poses to make custom ponies with. In fact, I've made a custom pony using this pose, except it was a party cake, not a Swirly Pop. But uh, okay, um, sets were available in late 2006, early 2007. This is per um, Ponytopia. So that could be exactly why it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly what year what came out in. Ah. So... Okay, Silver Glow came out in what year? 2006? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, you mean Silver Rain? No, Silver Glow, the Pegasus. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's first 2006. And I think she was one of the first um, Pegasus ponies. Because, yep, here she's under the Pegasus pony list in 2006 year on MLP land. And it has her as that on Strawberry Reef. Because I guess on um, on the pose on the silver glow pose, um, the hoof mark is 2005, and the first ponies in that pose were released in 2006. But that just means that they started production in 2005, and the pony wasn't available until 2006. Right. That sounds about right. Yeah, because. It does take a while to go from production to actual sales. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, when, when you get a pony and you look at the hoof marks, just know that that hoof mark is in relationship to when they made the mold, not when the pony was available for sale. So right. my flat foot ponies from the G1 line. Oof, let me waddle over to my collection here. <laughs> um, let me grab flat foot peachy. Flat foot peachy, her mold is marked as 1982, as is all my flat foot ponies. 
But the Flatfoot Ponies weren't released until 2003. 1983, you mean? Or sorry, 1983. I'm stuck in the 2000s now. Yeah, so her host is marked as 1982, but none of those ponies came out officially until 1983. Now, there were a few ponies like Peachy and Butterscotch who appeared with My Pretty Pony, but I can't remember if My Pretty Pony was 1982 or 1983. I know, I had one. But, so, I mean, and then when you have... The concave foot ponies, they're all marked as 1982 as well. But the concave foot ponies in the collector's pose were not available until 1984. And some of them, like the mail order ones, were even later than that. So the hoof mark is really just the patent for the mold that the pony is in. It is not the patent for the pony itself. Um, Aha, here we go. My Pretty Pony. My Pretty Pony was actually 1981. Oh, wow. My Pretty Pony was 1981. Then my Pretty Pony... Yeah, the ones that had peach and butterscotch. Okay, so... 83 was when they came out with the other one. And they were... Peachy, no, actually, butterscotch. It doesn't actually say whether or not she was a flat foot or anything. That one was 1983. Yeah, and I, I mean, because, see, I have Flatfoot Peachy, so I'm pretty sure Flatfoot Peachy was the one that came with My Pretty Pony because the one that came with the Pretty Parlor right. was Concave Foot. Yeah. But as far as whether or not, I mean, I'm sure, I'm pro, I'm pretty sure that if the one, if the Peachy that came with My Pretty Pony was Flatfoot, that... So was butterscotch, and then they just yeah. continued butterscotch in the individual collector's pose ponies when they came up with all the others. Okay, we're about to lose the live audience in about sixty seconds. So do we want to say good night? All right. Okay, till next week, pony night nights. Night, everybody. This is Kimono. And you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. We still have 31 seconds left. (laughs) All right. Well, at least we got kimono in this time. Last week, we forgot about poor kimono. Oh, no. She got in there, but you had to download the show to hear it. Yeah, you actually had to download it to go ahead and continue to hear our discussions as to, you know, what our favorite episodes were and all of that.
who was it? Lady in the Tramp, which was uber cute because they were just kind of sitting together, kind of like, hi, hi. We're just so cute <laughs> together, aren't we? You just can't help but love us. And we found Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And those were the only two topiaries we had found. Uh-huh. Well, I t- turned on the, the photo pass. I looked at the photo pass. And there were so many more that we had missed. Um, oh, they also did Mater. You guys are familiar with um, Cars, right? right? The movie Cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they had Mater. And, um, God, who's the, who's the race car again? Lightning. Lightning, Lightning McQueen. McQueen. Lightning McQueen, both made out of topiaries. So we had gotten cool. those once because my mother wanted to go to Radiator Springs. So they had a section called Radiator Springs in there. And she yeah. loves Mater. <laughs> Aww. Lightning McQueen could blow up for all she cared. <laughs> well, but Mater is, you know, the lovable, you know, cuddly country bumpkin. Lightning McQueen is the jerk who has a slightly decent side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Mater's Larry the Cable Guy from Blue Ca- Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Yep. Yeah, he's he's, he's like a guy from Blue Collar Comedy, but, you know, in real life when he's not doing his comedy thing, he actually talks the same as anybody else. That's a very intelligent person. It's totally that. He's from New York. We found that out and it was like, wow, the image is shattered. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) He's just a regular guy that does a really good impression. It does a really good character. And that's to be commended because that takes real talent. Anybody can play themselves. Oh, yeah. Convincing yeah. someone that you're really, that, that that you're someone else all the time like that, I mean, that takes real skill. It's, it's why I like Johnny Depp as an actor because I have seen so many of his things and it never occurs to me that I'm watching Johnny Depp. In fact, when I first saw yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean and my friend told me that Johnny Depp was Captain Jack Sparrow, I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> Liar. <laughs> but it turns out it actually was. But <laughs> the only movie I did not like him in was the remake of Dark Shadows, simply because I don't like the remake, period. Oh, see, I I never saw the original Dark Shadows. And I haven't actually had an opportunity to see his version either. The um the original Dark Shadows was very dramatic, you know. It it was just the way it was written was well above being a half hour show. Because it was basically a half hour soap opera. And trust me, the coffee did not take six months to boil. 
Well, I should hope not. You're using too much water if it takes that long to make coffee. Well, the, the running joke about soap, op- soap operas is, okay, you can miss a whole six months. Okay, you can turn it on, and they're still boiling that same pot of water to make coffee. Because that's just how long it took to get the plot line out. And trust me, I for a while actually watched one soap opera. And yeah, I now know why they say that because, you know, one entire scene would actually take like a half a month to actually complete. Well, yeah, it almost almost sounds like some Japanese anime. I was going to say, basically, that makes Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT um, Japanese soap opera. Yeah, how long did it take for that planet to blow up? That was the longest five minutes ever. (laughs) Or how long, you know, how many episodes of guys, like, screaming to power up before... They actually have the power they need to do that move that you that they've been planning on doing for the last four episodes. <laughs> yeah, not really. And that's why I like the Japanese anime that I do like because every episode it was like two or three days. <laughs> well, see that the, there's been sort of a kind of a shift in the way anime is done now. Like, they went back and did Dragon Ball uh, Z-Kai, where they took out yeah. all the, the filler so that you could get through the screaming and the move and the blowing up of the planet in one episode. <laughs> and I'm I'm very excited to hear about the remake of the Sailor Moon anime. It'll be done in a style. Yes. It'll be done in a style Breathe, sweetheart. That's my ear. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Um, Yes, it'll be done in a style that is uh, much closer to the style that Naoko Takeuchi draws in. And Supposedly, it is going to skip the filler episodes, and it is going to stick to the storyline that is presented in the manga. Oh, yay. Yes. The manga was so oh. much better. Oh, yeah. No, no, I didn't get to go to SakuraCon this year, so I did not get to go to the Silver Millennium Now panel and double-check any of this. But this is what has been going around on... Facebook for a while, and there are some people who were fans of the original anime who are upset at the new art style, but I am particularly pleased that they're returning to a style that is noticeably Naoko Takeuchi in fire. I I remember reading the original manga. I have some of the original manga. I can't find it right now. <laughs> it's somewhere in my room. Well, it's, I'll, I'll tell you watching. what. As soon as, as soon as I finish collecting the uh, 
reissues of the, the Sailor Moon manga, I'll send you my originals. Woohoo! Because <laughs> I do intend on getting the new ones once enough come out. That I go on They're Amazon.com. They're up to volume 10. How much is enough? Uh, until I can make $150 on Amazon.com, and it could take me, and it tells me I don't have to have interest for six months. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Hello, it, don't, it, don't, it, don't take, it don't take me six months to pay that off. Yeah, I'm up to volume four. I need to get volume five. I've just been putting it off because the baby needed so much stuff. Okay. Because, I mean, the funny thing about babies is is everybody wants to buy you baby clothes, but no one wants to buy you the stuff you actually need. Yeah, and the funny thing is the baby clothes, you'll go through those so fast, and then you won't be able to get rid of them. Oh, I had to take almost $60 worth of worth of baby clothes yesterday because when I was I was finally sorting through the baby clothes we got and so many people got us like infant to six month sleepers but she's uh-huh. going to be born at the end of this month this is the start of summer she's never going to wear those she's never going to wear those sleepers it's too hot for that so I had to take back a bunch of sleepers. The only sleepers that are being kept are the ones that are in the the six to twelve month range. Because they have be all winter. Yeah, but I hate this. It's not guaranteed that by the time she hits that, she's going to be that size. That's true. But I left the tags on all the ones that are supposedly too big. So that if she hits that size before we get to the appropriate season, we can take them back. Right. Assuming yeah, the babies are us or whatever store we got the, the those were bought from, allow us to take them back that late. I would go ahead and check first. Yeah, it's the whole baby clothes thing has been kind of a touchy issue with me because I didn't put any baby clothes on a baby registry. Baby clothes are not that expensive. Mm-mm. And this is my first baby, and I would have liked to have picked out some baby clothes. I don't need to go pick out baby clothes now because she has more outfits than I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet, when you're probably, I, I hate to say it like this, some of them are probably cuter than your clothes. This is true. <laughs> I have to wear sensible grown-up clothes. I don't get to run around with little with with little flowers on my toes and like a shirt and an underwear with a big flower on my butt. Nobody lets me. You know, I, I get arrested for going outside like that. But you can take a baby outside like that. Do you know how many times I go in the baby section and it's like. I would love that in my size. <laughs> I look at some of these dresses, and it's like, my God, if I could get that in my size. <laughs> I 
I am not a huge fan of like Heidi Klum's baby clothes line, nor am I a big fan of anything in Carter's. It's all pretty generic. I like the stuff from Janie and Jack because that looks like the stuff that my grandma used to make me when I was a baby. So it's familiar to me. And it's cute. I have a thing with period clothes. Fred keeps asking me whenever I look at, like, Victorian dresses, where would you wear that? I'm like, anywhere. It's a dress. <laughs> clothes. And you know, I wanted... If I have a girl... Okay, I, I, I admit I will be that mother who will dress her up and she'll look like a little doll. <laughs> I see nothing I wrong with a little girl running around playing in the dirt in, in a dress. You know, you know, to me that's totally fine. Yes. As long as it ain't the fancy dress, I don't care. As long as it's the dress, I can just take it, toss it in the washing machine. Yeah, as long as it's not a dry, clean dress, then sure. Let her go out and play, you know, in her little diaper cover and dress and little shoes. (laughs) My mother made the mistake of a dry, clean dress one time. (laughs) And then never again. I mean, I I admit that to the mud. I imagine that you know my husband will be quite embarrassed to go out with a child that looks like like some kind of doll that needs to be put up on a mantle. <laughs> you never know, you know, God. If you end up having a daughter, you know, the 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 daddy daughter relationship is a very special one, much like a mother son relationship. You know, you have daddy's girls and mama's boys. And I think every dad really wants to see his daughter as his little princess. And, you know, they can get away with murder if they're dressed right. (laughs) Daddy's eyes. I'm sure she didn't mean to beat up your son. Look, she's wearing a dress. Isn't she cute? (laughs) Well, see, I'm I hate to say this, but you know, I didn't get that with my father. So I really don't know that dynamic. See, me and my mom, we don't get along. So the whole mother-daughter thing, that's going to be really new for me. That's my biggest concern is, Yeah. I don't even know what that's supposed to look like. Um, I know that with my dad, though, you know, I'm definitely daddy's girl, and I still call him daddy. Aww, daddy. (laughs) I brag about my daddy. I show pictures of, like, the buildings he's worked on and, he works in construction. I'm like, see, look at my daddy's patio. <laughs> you and my daddy did. Can your daddy do that? <laughs> my daddy can cut circular pavers. What about yours? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, God. 
And thanks to my dad, I understand that it is perfectly acceptable to, while driving down the street, take your eyes off the road to look at a classic Chevy farm truck, masterfully restored, and go, oh, oh, looky, that's a truck. <laughs> One such truck. And then put your eyes back on the road and avoid hitting the person in front of you. <laughs> This is said as though it was experienced firsthand. I have never rear-ended anybody. <laughs> I've been rear-ended, but I've never rear-ended anybody. And no, I have me. been able to avoid every major spin-out that has attempted to claim me. Well, that's good. So... I don't know. I think overall that's a win. But yes, and I love hardware stores <laughs> and tools, especially power tools. But I'm still Daddy's little princess. Do not like power tools and cars, and especially classic cars. in construction, in architecture. Nothing wrong with any of that. You know, I really should have considered doing architecture, and maybe I can still do that at some point. Because there's nothing that drives me more crazy than driving driving someplace and noticing all the buildings that were either poorly constructed, need to be maintained, or have no style. I will go on rants down the road. <laughs> Look at all the moths on that roof. How could they let that happen? Don't they realize that that moth is pulling off those shingles and they're going to get a leak? <laughs> Well, yeah. see, when I was younger, I always hung out with my uncle. So in my eyes, that's my father. Oh, not my father. Well, see, and, and that's cool because see, I have a I have replacement mothers. My aunt Carolyn has been more like a mother to me. Um, I don't know how I would have gotten through puberty without her. Um. Because she's the one who got me through all that those questions when you first go through puberty and everything starts going. And, you know, my mom wasn't, you know, keyed into that. So my Aunt Carolyn was the one who taught me all that stuff. And, you know, my grandma, my dad's mom, taught me manners and etiquette and table settings and obsessive-compulsive disorder. <laughs> no, it has to be turned just this much. No, it's too much. <laughs> Guess it matters. <laughs> um, yeah, I've had several replacement mother figures. Um. You know, I've had people who've been, like, 
Okay, Pewter, that is not your food. That is Kyrie's food. You have your own food, and if you ate it already, it is not my fault that you eat too fast. Is <laughs> Kyrie's food alone? Pull it on the podcast. Yeah, but we don't have a live audience anymore, so it's okay. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Why not? The, the, the live audience got to hear uh, Pandora yelling at her dog. That <laughs> I think there have been times I've been yelling at my bird while I'm on the air. I think we've all. We are I think there have been several co-hosts who have yelled at their pets <laughs> because they the want to be part of the show too. Well, and I pets, think- of course, aren't just pets. Pets are family. Exactly. So, of course, they're going to get yelled at from time to time because you have to do that with family sometimes. Oh, yes. starts cooling down, it'll be awesome. Well, sadly, we do not have cent- well, we don't have central air and we can't afford to run uh, two window air conditioning units. That gets uh, really expensive during the summer, so we pay se- we pay a couple hundred dollars a month every summer just because of the air conditioner. Uh, so she's got her her best head is in our room with the air conditioner. And um by the time she grows out of the bassinet, summer will be over. And that's when she'll move to her crib, which is in the nursery. Wow, two hundred dollars just for two air units for just for one air unit? Yeah. How big well, of an air unit is it? Um, well it, I it's not very big, but it's kind of old. So oh. it's definitely not an Energy Star unit or anything like that. I suspect it pollutes the environment every time we turn it on. <laughs> However, you might want to invest in a new in a new one. <laughs> I would love to if I had the funds for it. That's okay. I'm probably adding to the to the problem with mine too because mine's rather old. Well, see, in my house, it's really funny. We have two air conditioning units in my house. One in the front, one in the back. One, I have no clue how old this thing is because it was here when we bought the house 20 years ago. <laughs> oh wow! And Yes, it still runs beautifully. And then the other one is in the front of the house, 
and that one's only like two years old. Because finally the old one finally just said, okay, that's it, I'm dying, bye, conk. <laughs> After yeah, I mean, I'm, once sure, again, I'm sure at some point there will come a time when we have to get a, a new modern air conditioning system. Or maybe someday we'll actually have, like, a house or an upscale apartment and we'll have central air, and that'll be awesome. Until that time, uh, this is Believe you know, it or not. Fox fans from the 70s and 80s and an ancient air conditioning system. Believe it or not, central air, you end up paying more for electricity. Oh, I'm sure you do because yeah. it's, it's cooling the entire house at the same time, not mm-hmm. just the room you're in. Because we have two air conditioning units and our, our bill does go up to 300 Trust me, when uh, summer hits, I hate it. <laughs> I know that the credit I built up on the account, like the very first bill, is gone. <laughs> and they're telling me I owe money. <laughs> well, see, maybe the trick is to have a house with central air and solar panels. Ah. Maybe. Maybe the, Maybe they cancel each other out. Maybe, but then I don't think I don't know how well that would work in your neck of the woods. Well, you have to understand, solar panels—they don't just work when the sun is hitting them; they store energy. And also, people confuse direct sunlight and visible light with light. And the sun produces a broad spectrum, including both visible and invisible light. So even when you don't have direct sunlight, you still have sunlight. It's not like we go totally dark nine months of the year. <laughs> We're not Alaska. I was about to say, you are Alaska? Where <laughs> you have six months where it's like completely laid out all the time, and my dog would be completely confused. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, my, my dad had spent some time up in Alaska, and he was at Point Barrow, which is probably poor, as far north as you can get while still being in Alaska. And he told me, he said, it is really like that. You are up there during the summer, and it's sun is up all the time. They have to actually have special blackout curtains on yeah. uh, their windows just so that they can get to sleep at night. Well, at what's supposed to be night. (laughs) Well, but see, and then again, the solar panels, it's not just like they work when the sun's hitting them. They store all that energy. So you're still getting six months of straight sunlight, which would balance out the six months of no sunlight. But, yeah, we get, I mean... We have the sun come up all year. It might not be as hot and warm and direct during three of the four seasons that I'm told we have. (laughs) Um, You know, people tell me we have four seasons, too. I look at them and say, (laughs) not in Chicago. (laughs) 
We're lucky if we have to three. To me, we don't have four seasons. To me, we have four changes in tree decor. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good way of putting it. Because during the winter, from- there's no leaves on the deciduous trees. During spring, there's the bright green leaves in the flower petals. During summer, most of the flower petals are gone, and it's the dark green leaves. And then in fall, the leaves change color. But as far as weather goes, usually there is not a huge difference between winter, fall, winter, and spring. Fall is kind of a mix of winter and summer. It's kind of mild. Spring is pretty much normally just like winter. Maybe we have three seasons, two and a half. And four changes of tree decor. But this year, we actually have had warm weather and sunny skies during spring, and I think the apocalypse is coming. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that's global warming right there. That is not supposed to happen in western Oregon. We are not supposed to see the sun until the summer equinox. (laughs) Or sorry, the summer solstice. That's right. Summer and winter are solstices, and then fall and spring are equinoxes. So, yeah, the summer yep. solstice, that, that's the first day of sun, or that's when it's supposed to be. And then not only is it sunny, but it's like 90 degrees. We technically had winter until the almost the end of April. Oh, well, Maryland doesn't get winter until, we only get winter every five years. <laughs> well, lucky you. Other than that, it's just an extension of fall. <laughs> See, for us, like, it's supposed to be cold and wet and rainy from the end of September till basically the summer solstice. That's That's the way it's supposed to be. And the temperature and lightness, light to dark ratio varies within that those months. But it's generally supposed to be kind of cold and kind of really wet. And the only time in spring that it's supposed to be sunny is on Monday, Memorial Day proper, because that's the day you're coming home from your camping trip. It's supposed to rain through your entire camping trip except for the day you're packing to go home. Oh, but of course. (laughs) And then continue raining through Rose Festival so that it rains on your parade. (laughs) Literally. Literally rains on your parade. And then you get the summer solstice and then it goes from being between 50 and 60 degrees and rainy to being sunny and 90. <laughs> you wake up one morning and it's like rainbow bright where you're like, oh, hey, look, it's it's the sunny time. But we actually had like warmish weather in the 70s and 80s this spring. I find it highly suspicious. 
it goes against the natural order of things in this part of the the United States. Ooh, ooh, excuse me. And we we almost never get snow. Mm. What we call winter really just means that it's just cold enough to feel like it should snow, but not quite cold enough to actually do it. Mm. So we just get really cold rain or sometimes freezing rain, but never really snow. Unless, of course, you just bought a new sports car. Then you get snow. No, but of course. Because, yeah, the year that we bought the Mustang in 2000, January of 2008, we can get a Mustang. It never snows here. Worst snow in years that year. Stores and restaurants closed and went out of business. Because nobody Uh knew how to drive in the snow. (laughs) We can't get there. It's up on a hill in the snow. <laughs> oh, dear. That is too funny. Oh. Well, what time is it now? Uh, well, it's 11 o'clock where I am. Ten o'clock where I'm at. So it's eight oh seven where I am. I'm about to get off, and I will talk to you ladies next week. Then. Then. All right. Well, it was great to have you back on the show again, Summer, because we missed you last week. And it's just it's just not the same without you, you know. Oh, thank you. Well, it was like kind of sort of adoptive brother's birthday last week, so we had like a little mini celebration for him before he went to work. Well, I'm I'm sure it was a lovely event. Yeah. The peanut butter ice brownie and gave him his birthday card, so. <laughs> but, yeah. but anyway, so good to have you back, and hopefully we will see yeah. you next week. I should think so. Yes. Woohoo! Uh, so I'll talk to you guys next week. Yes, talk to you next week. Night. Bye. Night. Night. Hmm. Is that it? Are we alone? <sighs> well, good to have the crew back together. So, till next week, have happy ponies dreams. Good night.